Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome into a Wednesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch, talk some sports. Jose producing today. Uh... If all goes according to Hoyle today and for the rest of the week, today, Kyle Crooks, Gator softball play-by-play voice, will join us to preview Florida-Kentucky and what he thinks Florida needs to do to perhaps still be able to host an NCAA regional. Willie Jackson, Jr., the Gator, now coaching at P.K. Young. He is going to join us later today as well. Tomorrow, it's going to be Gator Lacrosse coach Mandy O'Leary. Her team is hosting an NCAA this weekend. And then uh, Ben Brown, Pro Football Focus, will join us later in the week, talk a little NFL. Andrew Allegretta, the play-by-play voice of Vanderbilt, will join us too to talk about the Commodores getting set for baseball and uh, working on a couple of other guests for tomorrow and Friday as well. In the meantime... Today, I want to congratulate Talitha Diggs. She's named the SEC Women's Outdoor Track and Field Scholar Athlete of the Year. Pretty nice honor. Congratulations. Um, so, yesterday, I said we would do this. Got talking about nicknames yesterday. So, today... Your three favorite all-time baseball nicknames. Any era. If you want to do the Sultan of Swat, you can do that. If you want to do the Splinted Splinter, if you want to do, you know, whatever, Say Hey Kid, do all that. You know, it's funny, though. I, I was thinking about this today. How many athletes today have nicknames in baseball? I mean, I, I, they do. Some do. But, but it doesn't seem to be as many uh, as it used to be. Because, I mean, it, I have to stop and think about a player now that has a nickname like that. But we'll talk about it. In the NBA, how about the Philadelphia 76ers? Um, That's a franchise, and and Doc Rivers has been criticized, and I think sometimes deservedly so. Remember yesterday when I said to you about Bob Huggins, if he were a Gator coach, would he, should he be fired? He's not fired. He's not fired. They just announced this. Um, He could miss the first three games of next year. And they've reduced his salary by a million dollars after what he said. Um, So 
He he suspended, his salary reduced, not fired. That doesn't surprise me. Does it you? I know yesterday we talked about, you know, what would happen. Could, you know, what would happen if he were coaching at Florida? I think we know that. Probably wouldn't be coaching there. And once again, I think somebody pointed out correctly yesterday, look what happened in soccer, look what happened in women's basketball. If you're an NFL fan, some of the schedule is being leaked, and it's going to be Bengals-Chiefs, a rematch. Week 17, that's going to be New Year's Eve. How about that? New Year's Eve. Um, and uh, more of the games are going to be announced here. Um, and I think they're announcing it for real tomorrow night. We'll see. The international games this year, Jaguars have two of them. They'll face the Falcons week four, and then the Bills in week five. So they're going to stay over there for back-to-back games. Ravens will face the Titans in week six. Dolphins face the Chiefs in week nine. That's going to be in Germany. And the Colts and Patriots. Would Anthony Richardson be playing in that game? Might be. AR might be playing at Frankfurt Stadium in Germany. Um, so we'll see. All right. And uh, Georgia has declined an invitation to the White House to honor its football team. Apparently, they extended the invitation for June 12th, but the school said they had scheduling concerns. The date suggested is not feasible given the student-athlete calendar and time of year. What? Okay. I'm not I'm not getting political. I don't care who the president is. Okay? I'm invited to the White House. Uh, sorry, I can't go. I'm doing sports saying noon to two every day. Can't go. Sorry. It's 12 o'clock. I can't be there. I don't get it. Now, again, in June, what normally happens in football? Athletes work out. They're in the weight room on their own. Um, recruits, you know, high school, all that. Um, and some of the players have graduated, gone to the NFL, et cetera. So what? So are you saying that that if all the players can't I mean you it's a white anyway that that doesn't that doesn't seem to hold the luster it used to either There's so many damn things changing around our world I mean it used to be that if you got a white house invitation that was a pretty cool thing to do and now eh, we won't go we're going to be working out we're not going to go It's funny 
How'd those other football teams make it when they were invited? All right. Let's take some calls, I hope. NBA playoffs, Gator sports, whatever, around our guests today. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. So let's hope we had a good day yesterday. Uh, your reaction to Huggins, and we can talk about that. Steven says, please tell me the Vanderbilt Whistler won't be in Gainesville this weekend. So irritating. He actually passed away. Now, I don't know if they have another one that's picked up the gauntlet, but, uh, yeah, that's what happened. William says, Huggins should have been fired. Now West Virginia has created a slippery road where if a university faculty member says something like that, will they be let go? If they are let go, they can always point to Huggins as an example. West Virginia is prioritizing sports over people. Patrick says, shout out to my friend Andy. His horse won the Derby. And he likes Denver to beat Philadelphia for the NBA championship. Daryl his three favorite baseball nicknames, Pudge, Yvonne Rodriguez, Mr. October, Reggie, and Charlie Hustle. No story about that. That was during a spring training game. Pete Rose, when he was a rookie, playing the Yankees, and I think Whitey Ford and Mickey Mantle dubbed him that because when he walked, he ran to first base. And der- derisively, they said, oh, there goes Charlie Hustle. I'm like, I guess it stuck. And uh, Russ says, hope our Gators can get their ducks in a row and take care of any, at least two of the three, and then travel to Kentucky and get at least two there. Can't believe they can sweep both weekends. I'd love it, but we'll see. His nicknames, the Big Hurt for Frank Thomas, Mr. October, and the Human Rain Delay. That was Mike Hargrove. Today, Mike Hargrove couldn't play. Or I shouldn't say that. Mike Hargrove would have to adjust because with all the, 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 cl- the clock now, the hitters getting in the box, he took forever. Um, yeah. And then uh, George says for his, Mark, the bird, Fidrich, Aurelio, Senor Smoke, Lopez, and Sweet, Lou Whitaker. Got to be a Tiger dude because all those guys played for the Tigers. So again, as you call in today, email today, give me your favorite baseball nicknames, or if you want to go a step further, what's your favorite sports nickname? If, you had a, if, I, if I narrowed you down to one, what's the coolest sports nickname? 1213, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Live from Weimar Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
You might think all a solid foundation can do is hold up walls and a roof, but it can do so much more. It can build friendships, launch businesses, create memories, and okay, yeah, hold up walls too. At Radiant Credit Union, we're about strengthening all the foundations in your life, starting with your home mortgage. Our home loan experts are ready to help you every step of the way, ensuring your financial foundation stays solid. Visit radiantcu.org foundation to get started. Federally insured by NCUA. In Italy, Mama is the cornerstone of the family. At Pomodoro Cafe, they treat Mama like a queen because she's the one who taught them how to prepare their fresh Italian classics, like frutta di mare. You've got to try Pomodoro Cafe's freshly baked focaccia bread. It's Mama's secret recipe. Come celebrate Mother's Day with Pomodoro Cafe. Your Mama gets their traditional Mother's Day rose, and everyone enjoys Gainesville's favorite spot for outstanding Italian food. Make your reservation today. There's a race going on inside your body, and sometimes the bad guys, otherwise known as arthritis, get there first. That's when the joint pain kicks in. Your healing process is just too slow and just can't catch up, and it needs just a little bit of help from QC Kinetics. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a QC Kinetics medical director. We all know that you can heal yourself. If you get a cut, it heals on its own. Your joints are no different. We can take the healing properties from your blood, concentrate them down, and put them in the spot that you need the help. It's amazing. Your body can can heal itself. At QC Kinetics, that's called regenerative medicine. No surgery or steroids, just lasting relief, the natural way. The fact that we can treat them without surgery, but using their own body's natural healing process, without medications, without steroids, without surgery, it's just amazing. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, you know our partners, TireRack.com, you know, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, tire decision guy. They test the tires. They've got their own test track where they push tires to the limit. Yeah, those guys. You want a quiet tire with great traction, comfortable ride. Use their results to make an informed choice. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Goodyear tires. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See for yourself. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned, doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant, doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard, that's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell. On ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. I look at my phone. I see it not ringing. Come on, peeps. This is a sports talk show. Please tell me you have something you can discuss in the sports world. Because if not, it's going to be a long afternoon. 
3928255. John says the best nickname, the Yankee Clipper. Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. And again, most of these nicknames are older. Um, he says, I'm, Paul, <laughs> Paul says, I'm cheating. Sweetness, that's football. Okay. Uh, Mr. Cub, Ernie Banks, the big hurt, Frank Thomas. Yeah, this is just baseball today, Paul. Not, not uh, sweetness, that's Walter Payton. And again, all those were Chicago, so he must be a Chicago dude. Um, this is weird. And every once in a while, I get an email from some random place. Um, and this says the NBA teams with the most influence over their fans. What does that mean? Okay. Apparently... Uh, there's a place called Betway. They use social media and Google, I guess search data, to rank the NBA teams who hold the most sway over fans and sponsors. I, I have no idea. I'm going to do this with you um, because I don't know who it is. I did guess three of them. But I'll let you try to guess if you want to do that too. But I'll, gi- I'll give one away. The one I thought would be number one is Golden State. Okay? The top most popular NBA teams by seven social factors. Golden State number one. I'll give you the rest later. Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, just started calling on the nicknames. Um, Keyless Joe. Okay, Joe Jackson. Oil okay. Pan. Okay, Oil Dennis Pan. Boyd. Yep. Uh, and uh, Murphy Surf. Yeah, that one wasn't as prolific, I guess, but okay. Yeah, yeah that was around the firehouse. We love Murphy. We always watch the Braves around the firehouse. But, uh, yeah, those are, those are three of my favorites. Uh, a lot of the guys now, a lot of people now will recognize them because they're not old enough like you and I <laughs> yeah and I don't I mean I, I if I'd stopped and thought about it I'm sure there's a lot of guys with nicknames today I just can't roll them off the tongue like you could now granted you can go back what 80 years in history you're bound to find a few as opposed to finding the ones today but I think part of that reason is because of the decline of newspapers. You know, you used to read, you know, they had beat people and they would write a story every day and they might come up with a, you know, with a name and it stuck, you know, for some reason. You just don't see that as much now. Yeah, and going back, um, with one you did before I didn't get to call in on, I think it was his favorite sports movie, and mine will always be 61. Well, that's going to be a summertime thing, yeah. Yeah, well, you, you've done it before, and I just didn't get a chance to yeah, call. Yeah, but that was a long time ago, yeah. <laughs> well, I've been listening to you for a long time. All right. I appreciate you. Mike, thank <laughs> you, right, Mike. Buddy. We'll see you. Thank yep, you. appreciate your call. Daryl, welcome. Hey, Steve, how about the Santa Cruz banana slugs? The what? I'm sorry? 
Santa Cruz banana slugs for a sports team? Um, you lost me there. Okay. Because then you want to have favorite sports teams too and nicknames? No, no, no. Just, just the uh, players. Baseball players. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I already gave you those an email. But hey, quick question. Okay, now with this NIL taking place, um, in previous years, you know, college baseball players would go play uh, summer league baseball like the Cape Cod League and uh, different leagues like that. Now, can they go after the regular season's over and go make money? Yes. Okay, in different uh, uh, baseball leagues. Yeah, I mean, but they usually know where they're going. I mean, coaches help arrange that. So some players go to the Cape Cod League. You know, some players go to a different league. But that, that I don't think, will change much. Okay, now, before NIL, they, would they get paid to do that? Was that legal or not? I don't know if pay was involved. I think they got, you know, room and board and things like that, but I don't know that they were, quote, paid for it. Okay. All right. Appreciate it, Dave, Steve. Yep. Thank you, Daryl. Appreciate your call. Uh, anyway, the most influential NBA teams and players, Golden State won, the Lakers, two, the Celtics, three, this one, I never would have guessed. The Bulls. Billy Donovan's team, number four. The Heat, number five. Dallas, number six. Utah, number seven. So how about the teams in the big market? The Clippers are not there. The Knicks are not there. And Brooklyn is not there. Very interesting. Steven says, the human vacuum cleaner. Brooks Robinson. Walt, no neck Williams. He had no neck. Google it. If you're too young, Google it. Play for the White Sox. Uh, question, why don't coaches let hitters swing on 3-0 and more often? Almost always a fastball down the middle. That's a great question. Stephen, I don't know that it has an answer except this. Yes, it's a fastball, but think about this. A good hitter who hits 300 makes an out 7 out of 10 times. So even if you know a pitch is coming, you know, does it have that much more when you're going to, you know, be successful? Because I think they want base runners. Now, there are certain instances, depending on the hitter, depending on the time of the game, score of the game, where, you know, you are given the green light to hit. But most of the time, you know, if, if you're a 230 hitter and the count's 3-0, and you're probably not swinging 3-0. If you're hitting 300 and it's 3-0, you might get the hit privilege. Uh, Matt, my favorite nicknames growing up were Dennis Oil Can Boyd and Whitey the White Rat Herzog. My other favorite is actually a nickname of a play, Slaughter's Mad Dash by Enos Country Slaughter in Game 7 of the 46 World Series against Boston. That was the winning run of the series. I think he, he scored from first base. It's depicted with a statue of Slaughter sliding into home in St. Louis. Yeah, Country Played for a lot of teams, including the Yankees, in his career. But, yes, that was the mad dash uh, 
from first base. William, you're giving me hockey ones. Okay, today is baseball, William, not hockey. Hockey, uh, another day for that. Baseball today. Matt says, can you think of somebody in today with a nickname? Jose, you go ahead. What do you got? There's um, Thor, Noah Syndergaard. Yeah. Uh, Kung Fu Panda, Pablo Sandoval. Okay. Well, well he, yeah, he did play, yeah. I'm cheating here because I was reading from an article oh, okay. written <laughs> by MLB.com. But there's a, a, a few funny ones. There's the big unit, Randy Johnson. Yep. Uh, Scrabble, the penguin, the human rain delay, like you said. Yep. The penguin was Ron Say. Yep. Um, there's also Sandman, Mariana Rivera. Yep. Enter Sandman when, yep. Crime dog. That's Fred McGriff, the crime dog, because McGruff used to be the crime dog on the, on the PSA ads. So, yeah, Fred McGriff, McGruff, yeah, the crime dog. Charlie Hustle, like you said. That's Pete Rose, yeah. Um, Jogi Vera. His name was not Johnny, Jogi Vera. He was Lawrence Vera. Yeah, Yogi. Well, I mean, that's not it. That was his nickname. Uh, but, yeah, Lawrence. Lawrence Peter Vera is actually his name. Uh, but, yeah, he was known as Yogi. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, I'm just, you know, Say Hey Kid was Willie Mays. Um, I talked about the Splendid Splinter was Ted Williams. Um, I'm trying to think of a Met. Tom Terrific. Tom Seaver, uh, but other than that, I'm just thinking of my my teams. Um, they don't have a lot of them for whatever the reason. Coming up, we're going to talk Gators softball with the voice of Gators softball, Kyle Crooks, my sometimes broadcast partner as well. That's coming up next, 12:28 time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. Unnecessary penalties are so frustrating. It can ruin the entire outcome for our Gators. And according to Mike Lester of Talon Wealth, by the way, Talon Wealth is the official wealth management team of the Florida Gators. And he says if you're not careful, an annuity or unnecessary fees that don't provide value could not only take a chomp out of your portfolio, but in some situations, it could possibly change your lifestyle in retirement. So don't let expensive products or unnecessary fees take a chomp out of your lifestyle. Call Talon Well for a no-charge comprehensive financial plan valued at $1,500 to make sure you're on track to retire comfortably. 352-751-3200. That's 352-751-3200. Or schedule at Guarding your nest egg.com. Allen Private Wealth LLC. Investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss, and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance does not guarantee future results. A license D05634. Compensation was paid to Learfield for partnership with the Gators as of January 2023. Florida is kayaking country. Kayaks are a great vessel for exploring the state's beautiful waterways, but it's important to be prepared for the journey, regardless of your experience level. Get your boater education and learn about you and your craft's abilities. It'll help you have a safer, more enjoyable time on the water. Before you go, know your limits and always wear your life jacket. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. 
The R-Town Favorite Awards is your chance to nominate and vote for your favorite local businesses, places, and people that make our area great. And voting is open now. Go to rtownfavorites.com and vote today in more than 230 local categories. From food and shopping to health and beauty, rtownfavorites.com. Voting is free, open to anyone, and lasts until May 14th. So tell us, who's your fave? Medicaid covered many Floridians during the public health emergency, but now for many, that coverage may end. If you are in jeopardy of losing your health coverage, don't worry. You may qualify for affordable health insurance through the Federal Health Insurance Marketplace. Navigators are ready to help you find the most affordable coverage option. This help is always free and confidential. Visit us at CoveringFlorida.org to learn more. That's CoveringFlorida.org. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Hot and humid early on this afternoon. High temperatures climbing up to the lower 90s. Now, late in the afternoon and throughout the evening, I am expecting numerous sea breeze thunderstorms to bubble up, especially east of the I-75 corridor. Activity could continue through just about midnight. Then partly cloudy skies tomorrow morning. Low temperatures in the upper 60s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. Joel Embiid was officially announced as the NBA MVP. To watch the maturation of the process, which is like the nickname now that's been attached to him, to see him come to this point where he finally got paid his dues for the way his game has been the last several years, I cannot be happier for Joel Embiid. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Thank you, Sean Kelly. Gators softball in postseason play, SEC tournament. They're playing a team they just got through playing, Kentucky. They'll play them again. And with us, play-by-play voice of Gators softball and my sometimes broadcast partner, Kyle Crooks. Kyle, what's up? How are you? Hey, Steve. It's good to talk to you. I know we get a chance to do some games together every once in a while, so it's good to chat with you. Yeah, same here. Um, I think the thing today that we've talked about here and some fans have wondered, Kyle, is, you know, Florida's had such a great run under Tim Walton. And, you know, will they host a regional? Will they get a chance to do that? In your view, before this game against Kentucky, do you think now they would host? And if you don't think so, what would they have to do in your view to do so? Yeah, Steve, I think they're pretty – and we had this conversation in the Lexington airport uh, with a couple of us, but they're very far, I think, at this moment from hosting a regional. That might surprise some people who maybe don't follow it that consistently or look at the national landscape of it all. But Florida right now, Steve, is a 22 RPI. you got to be in the top 16. That, that's not everything that they judge. Um, the one thing that goes on their side, they have a number of – five strikes of schedule in the country. 
but they're under 500 in the SEC. So you look at that, that doesn't go, uh, that doesn't favor them well. Uh, you look at some of the specific numbers and things they might look at, at for this Florida team. I, I don't think it stops up, it stacks up at the top 16. Now, what they could possibly do to be a regional host, I think you probably have to win the whole thing. And, and I've talked to some people around the program, and they don't think winning the SEC tournament might even be enough. I, wow. I disagree with that. But, yeah, I mean, that's how far off some people believe this Florida team is from hosting right now. I, I think if you ask me at this moment, I don't think their resume is close to being in the top 16. I think they're 22 or 23 to put you about six or seven spots off from hosting. When you look at it this way, Steve, right? So would you rather be a 16 seed at host and say, yeah, we got to play uh, postseason games in front of our home crowd or be a two seed in an easier regional where you go to Duke or Clemson and then you have a much easier super regional as opposed to being a 16 winning that and then your present is to go to Norman, Oklahoma and play the Sooners in a 116 matchup. Yeah. yeah. Look at it that way. I think, you, I think you might rather want to be a, a two-seed in a regional as opposed to a 16 playing Oklahoma or a 15 and playing UCLA. You know, one of the things you've, for Gator baseball, what's uh, frustrated some fans is the amount of walks that pitchers are allowing and the starters aren't going deep into games. And, and I, look, I think this team is capable on any day of beating anybody but pitching has been the issue. I mean, is that? I mean, that that's it, is it not? Yeah, I mean that is, and it's interesting, Steve, because you look at so Sunday, Hightower throws an outstanding six inning gem, five hits, allows a run, and the Gators get shut out one nothing against Kentucky, who has the worst ERA in the SEC. The Gators are twelfth, Kentucky's thirteenth. Figure that out. Yeah. Uh, Hightower throws. A gem on Friday night. The Gators have to use two, a two-run seventh to come back and win that game by a lone run. So all of a sudden, you got a couple of great pitching performances from Elizabeth Hightower, something you've been searching for all year, specifically in SEC play. And then the offense doesn't necessarily hold up its end of the bargain. Now it has all year. Specifically offensively, see, this is why this, this team could beat anybody in the country. First and average first in runs in the SEC, first in doubles, first in RBI, tied for second in home runs. They have 63 home runs. Um, you're, they're in the top 10 in program history for a single season in home runs. If you look at eight or teams in recent years, the issue has been offense. So the issues for this program have completely flipped. The years that recently that they've gone to the World Series, say 2019 and uh, 2022, the offense was, it was an issue as opposed to the pitching. Now you look at uh, this staff, 158th in the country in ERA. Uh, the walks are last in the SEC. They almost had 200 walks this year, and this could be the first year in program or second year in program history that the team ERA is over three. Uh, that's, that's only happened one other time. That was 2002. So, um, do I think they can get hopefully enough pitching here? I think we saw enough from Hightower to maybe give you some positive thoughts heading into the SEC tournament. Uh, Riley Trocek's done some good things behind it, but this offense has got to score seven runs a game. You know, Coach Walton says I, I, our our line has got to be we got to score six runs a game to have a chance in a lot of these SEC games, just because of how the pitching is shaken out. Now he's moved that up to eight runs. Let's score eight runs a game 
Um, but we, we saw the offense sputter a little bit over the weekend. We'll get another chance against Kentucky tonight. Um, with this rematch with Kentucky, um, it, it's at least it's not at Kentucky, but as you look at this Kentucky team, for folks who don't know about them, Kyle, uh, tell folks listening about Kentucky a little bit. Yeah, so they're a very top-heavy lineup. They have two players at the top of their order that are very good. All STC, they're in the top 25 for national player of the year. Kayla Kowalik is one of those players because of COVID. Almost feels like she's been there a thousand years. She's a, a six-year senior. And Steve, you know, doing baseball. I mean, players, I feel like they're there for almost a decade, but they almost are. It's, it's, I mean, Kowalik's been there for over half of a decade, if you look at it that way. But she's been, she's their all-time hits leader in program history, run score leader, all-time batting average leader. And then Aaron Koppel, who's one of the best young players, um, you know, third all-time in RBI. She has 17 home runs this year. Here's the issue with Kentucky. Much like Florida in recent years when they had Amanda Lorenz and Kendall Lindemann for Gator fans who remember that lineup in 2019, very top-heavy in the top two. They're very similar um, to that. They're pitching like we mentioned. They are 13th in the SEC. If there's one team that has a higher ear right than the Gators and a higher opposing batting average than the Gators in terms of the pitching staff, it's Kentucky. Now, two of the three games, they did an outstanding job in the circle. But if you can get past Kowalik and Koppel, there's not a whole lot of protection behind them. That's what makes Kentucky a team that's very beatable and why they only have 10 wins in the SEC this year is because in their three spots, they have a, a 200 hitter. So you go from two all-time players and one and two in your order to averages like 200, 267, 256, 235. So you can kind of see the pattern after the top two. It really dips after that. I, it's hard to beat a team, Steve, three times in a row, as you know. So that's some of the things that I'll, I'll take into tonight is uh, I don't necessarily think Kentucky with this pitching that will quiet Florida's lineup for a Connor Crooks, play-by-play voice of Gators softball, joining us here as the Gators in the SEC tournament with a first-round action against Kentucky. We have seen, because of the strength of this league, where you know every team could make a regional. I don't see that this time around. What do you see as far as the, the, the length of the league getting into a regional? Yeah, I think Mississippi State is out after yesterday. Uh, they lost in the play-in game against Missouri. I think Missouri is trying to play themselves in. Um, yeah, it's crazy. You look at the SEC record, Missouri finished up 7-17 and in the conference. They still have a, a puncher's chance of getting in. Ole Miss is playing right now against LSU. This is a big game for them. I think the bottom three, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Missouri, are very much playing for their tournament lives. I, I, I take that back. Ole Miss, I think, is in Mississippi State, Missouri. I think those bottom two, Mississippi State, I believe, is out. Missouri is still playing. They'll play Alabama tonight. I think they're still very much on the bubble. If you look at certain projections, it has Ole Miss as a two-seed in certain regional. So I think they're very firmly in, albeit a two-seed in, uh, in Oklahoma, which doesn't favor well. But... Uh, South Carolina is in. They've been one of the better stories in the SEC. You know, nine wins in the league, but uh, they, they haven't been good in previous years. They've been near the bottom. Uh, they have one of the better pitchers, transfer pitchers in the conference, Donnie Gobor. And as you know, Steve, in these conference tournaments, especially in softball, not as much with baseball because you don't need the same amount of rest, but you can have a pitcher who can shove and 
and you can make a run. And South Carolina is one of those teams. Gators were almost no hit by South Carolina and Donnie Goboard, and they lost two and three to them. Uh, I think there's a large portion of this league besides Mississippi State, Missouri, I think are pretty firmly into the field, but you're not looking at all 13 teams in the NCAA tournament like we have in years past. Kyle, I'll end with this, and I know I'm going to ask a question that we're both biased on, but I've heard national people say Skylar Wallace is the SEC Player of the Year. I think she is. I think I know what you think. If she's not, who is in the running that would topple that? Yeah, well, if she's not, we riot, Steve. I think that's kind of how we go. How it goes. <laughs> but I think um, Kiki Malloy at Tennessee is somebody that you can put into that mix. I think she's had 21 home runs this year. It's a single-season Tennessee record. Put into perspective what Skylar Wallace has done, for those that haven't followed it closely, she is going to break almost every offensive record in Florida softball history, like batting average, Plugging, she could be the single-season home run leader when it's all said and done. That's 22. Brittany Schutte did that years back. She got 18 now. She could very easily get to 22. Um, a lot of one scored walks. She's up there. Uh, I don't think she's going to break the record, but for that, but on base percentage, she, she's definitely going to break that record. Slugging, batting average. So this is the greatest greatest year in in Florida softball history individually. And, it, you know, it's obviously a shame when you look at where the record played out this year because of the season that she's had. Um, and maybe if the pitching is a little bit better, you're looking at a much different scenario, outlook heading into the postseason where we're not having a conversation about whether the Gators are going to host or not. I think the only person that can maybe take that from her uh, position player wise would be Kiki Moy, Tennessee, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't think it's close, and I think it's pretty much a wrap. It, now I could put the kiss of death on, on her right there because I'm from bad luck in a lot of things, but I, I don't want to jinx it too much. But I think she is very easily set to be the SEC Player of the Year. The next conversation would be, do you have her as a national Player of the Year? I think she'll be in the mix as as they whittle down from top 10 to a top three around the World Series, could she be in that top three? Then you start to look at, okay, team success when it comes to the National Player of the Year award. That's what might work against her. But SEC Player of the Year, nobody has had close to the year Scott Wallace has had. She has, and I didn't even mention the fact she's stolen 30 bases this year as well. It's another facet of her game. She's just one of the best players I've ever seen playing the sport. Yep, historical. Don't forget, Kyle's got to call the game tonight, Florida and Kentucky. We'll see how the Gators do in the SEC tournament. Appreciate you, Kyle. Thanks for taking the time. All right, Steve. Appreciate you having me on. Yep, thank you. Kyle Crooks, good dude, has to call the game tonight. D, I'll get right to you. 1245, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Anchor in the soul of Gator Nation. And coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Healthcare workers, don't just dream about your family's next adventure. Help make it happen. And you can do that now with the help of the place 
where I've done my banking for the past 30-plus years. That's My Healthcare Federal Credit Union. It's got super low rates for new and used boats, RVs, campers, and even power sport vehicles. Now, supposing you already have one. Well, you can refinance it if you need to do that because their rates are as low as 5.99% APR, and you could qualify for a gas card as a bonus as well. My Healthcare Federal Credit Union's been helping Florida healthcare workers and their families right here in Gainesville. They can do the same for you as a healthcare worker as well. To find out more, simply visit myhcfcu.org. That's myhcfcu.org. Before New Cascade Platinum Plus, I would pre-rinse all my dishes because my old detergent just wouldn't get them clean. But now, I do dishes differently. A no pre-wash, no rewash, money-back guaranteed kind of different. Because Cascade Platinum Plus has double the grease fighting power of Dawn built right in with twice the scrubbing power, giving me a clean that lets me break all the dish rules. I just scrape, load, and I'm done. Yep, so clean. With Cascade Platinum Plus, I dare to dish differently. By texting 64,000, you agree to receive recurring automated marketing messages from Ucora. Message and data rates may apply. No purchase required. TNC and privacy policy found at Ucora.com slash TNC. I've always gotten UTIs. Cranberry products never worked for me, and I felt like I was out of options. I'm Jenna. My experience inspired me to start Ucora. Just mix a packet of Ucora with water and drink it to flush your urinary tract. Get your life back with Ucora. Get 30% off Ucora when you text HEALTH to 64,000. To get 30% off, text H-E-A-L-T-H to 64000. <laughs> it's awesome. Okita America is the best. It's summer camp season, and nobody in Gainesville does summer camp like Okita America. That's one of the reasons we came here, to make new friends. Weekly field trips, academic coaching, sports programs, and more. Okita America has classes for all ages. Whether you want full days, half days, or individual days, they're all available for the summer for all ages three and up. Drop by either Okita America location on Archer Road or Newberry Road or find out more at OkitaAmerica.com. Smooth skin begins with hydrating ingredients. Olay Hyaluronic Body Lotion nourishes your skin with all-day hydration for deeply moisturized results that give you confidence like buttery soft shoulders like and visibly smooth skin like. Quench your skin with nourishing moisture from Olay Hyaluronic Body Lotion. Try Olay Hyaluronic Body Wash, too, and get skin your face will envy. Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. You have to fill the bucket, pushing a wet, heavy mop around, then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria. A hassle on top of a hassle. Try Swiffer Wet Jet. With Swiffer Wet Jet, you start with a fresh pad and cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer Wet Jet, the faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors. Diamonds are forever. Diamonds are a girl's best friend, but you see, Sight! our ladies like theirs covered in dirt and chalk. Play ball! We are your home for Gator softball. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. From the diamond to the dugout, 
We are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Some of the baseball nicknames we've been throwing around today. Russ says, because you're a Mets fan, you didn't give us Matt Harvey's The Dark Knight. I was never a Matt Harvey guy. Ego bigger than anything. Uh, The Polar Bear, of course, with Pete Alonzo. Joe says, The Penguin, Ron Say. Jim, Catfish Hunter, and of course, The Sultan of Swat. We'll do more of those. First, we'll talk to D. D. Hi. Hey, how you doing, Steve? Good. Uh, before I hit the NBA, right quick, Steve, I don't know if you hit on it yesterday, but uh, man, another uh, college basketball coach and icon passed yesterday, man, Denny Crumb. So, yep, I mentioned just, it uh, yesterday. Yep. Okay, yeah, man. I just uh, you know listen to some radio over there, man. It's uh, people just they have a story about him, and he was so accessible. Um, you know, coming from California, he turned down a lot of jobs just to stay there. And uh, I guess other than Muhammad Ali, man, he may be the most famous uh, person from Louisville, man. So, yeah, definitely a great loss, man. He was I, – I never thought he got the credit. I know he played uh, – being under Kentucky, like like Louisville is their little brother, but I never thought he got the credit he deserved, man, as a, as a coach, even with all of, his, all of his accomplishments. Yep, and I think he is underrated uh, because today if you won two NCAA championships, you'd – you know, you've been making a ton of money. And granted, they were a few years apart. But, you know, for the vast majority of his time when he was at Louisville, they were relevant and they won those two championships. So, yeah, I think he's he is a bit underrated when it comes to, you know, give me, give me some of the all-time greatest coaches in college basketball. I don't think his name gets mentioned right away, and it should be. Right. Uh, on to NBA, Steve. Uh, man, my Celtics are in deep trouble, Steve. Uh I, I just don't get, first of all, give Philly credit, man. They've, uh, you know, Embiid played like an MVP last yep. night. You know, um, their role players, Tyrese Maxey, man, he's been in a zone the last, you know, two games. And, you know, it seems like every game their uh, role players is stepping up. You know, last night it was House. Uh, the first game it was uh, Melton and, and Reed. So, and then Harden with his two spectacular games. So, man, the, I, if the Celtics don't, capitalize on this man uh, with the east being wide open i think uh that's another team like milwaukee that's going to be in for major change because this is uh you know with that core group this is going on five years and they they can't they can't seem to get over that hump and you know at some point you gotta you know if it's not working you gotta you know break things up so uh uh tomorrow's obviously do or die so like i said man that's another team that's going to be in for a lot of major change if they go out with a whimper well, think of this, D, and it goes back to a conversation I had the other day about the Bucks, right? Right. They won an NBA championship and fired the guy, okay? And I know it's a little different situation in Boston because of what that coaching situation was, but to your point, will they blame it on, well, you know, the coach and the new guy, or are they going to say, as you have said, Hey, for whatever the reason, this group of guys here is pretty good, but it's not getting us over the hump, 
in the playoffs. So, so do we break that up? Uh, you, you don't hear as much about uh, players breaking up as coaches being fired. And if Boston does go down, I'm interested to see the road they take. I'm with you here. Yeah, I think it's going to be players this time, Steve. Because uh, this guy just got the job, and I think they're going to let him kind of, you know, go into the position. But you know, they, I, like I said, this this goose, this core goose, been together five years now, and it's if you can't take advantage of this Eastern Conference, man, then you just you ain't going to ever get it done. So that's just my take on it. We'll see. Be good, Steve. Okay, D. Thank you. Yeah. Once again, do do, do the does an organization say inexperienced coach? organizations say this core is good, but in the postseason it's not getting us far enough. Tim, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, a couple of nicknames for you real quick. Uh, cool Papa Bell, okay. Satchel Page, and uh, The Kid, Ken Griffey Jr. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah three good ones. Um, and then, you know, you had a topic, I think maybe it was last week, I've been driving around, I wasn't able to call, but uh, talking about the state of the program and attendance and things like that, and, you know, it's something I've been thinking about a little bit, and it's come to my attention, or something that I've come to think is, they've geared everything towards TV now, so you shouldn't be upset that people want to stay home and watch it on TV. You know, they, they dictate what time, you know, the games take place. Look at our spring game. We made a decision of when to play that for television. You know, well, so. No, I disagree with that. They they made it. Well, okay. I, I, I see what you're saying. Yes, in terms of getting the most eyes. But the, the decision right. was made not so much for television, but to get recruits here where they didn't have to compete with another school. That's sure. that's why, but because again, it wasn't broadcast on television. No, it wasn't. It right? wasn't. So and it wasn't really goodness. done for television. <laughs> it was done to get recruits here that didn't have to make a decision on: Do I come to Florida or Georgia? Do I come to Florida or Alabama? That's why the decision was made. Well, and regardless of of the spring game situation, I still think that sports in general, not just at UF, but just Major League Baseball, everything, it's been geared more towards now an experience for TV, Mm -hmm. less than an experience for being there. And so people shouldn't be surprised that people don't want to go because the game day experience isn't what it used to be. TV used to be brought in to show the game day experience, to, to, to give you a glimpse into what it was like to be at the park, you know, to be, to be at the venue, to be part of the, the festivities. But that's kind of changed in my eyes now to where the game is being made for you to watch it on TV and being at the park is a secondary aspect. So it's just something that I was thinking about and something that, you know, I think plays a part across attendance at a lot of venues and a lot of sports going down. Um, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna gear it for T V, don't be mad that people want to stay home and watch on T V. That's well, what you're asking for. Well you know? but I think there's a semantic thing that's at play here, Tim. When you say geared for T V, right? Right. It's always been geared for TV. In other words, when, when a game is... I mean, they were broadcasting games in the 70s. So the difference is now they dictate more in terms right. of what time a game is. Do we move it? You know, what channel is it on? Because it used to be on, you know, on a couple of channels. So they've always dictated it. But I don't think it... I, I think it just... the the, the uh, the technology has changed because now sure. you can, you know, with the big screen TVs, et cetera, et cetera, 
That way, I agree with you. But they've always kind of dictated it. Yeah, they have. But it's it's been, like, again, my, my opinion was before was to show you the game day experience to take you into it, and it's not so much of that anymore. It's now a made-for-TV event that you go to attend. And then the other thing more specific to UF, I was at a baseball game the other day. I love Gator baseball. I have for decades. But, man, $12 for an ice cream sandwich when it's $10 to get in the door, man? Like, that's crazy. That's absolutely insane. Oh, me and my kid want an ice cream sandwich? It's 25 bucks. It was $20 to get through the door. How does that make sense? So some of these things need to be addressed. You know, and I know it's, it's outsourced through different venues and different vendors and things like that, but that's, that's kind of ridiculous, you know? So well, It's funny you said that because we were at A&M this past weekend, and uh, the price of a hot dog was like, are you kidding? It, 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 was, right. it was unbelievable. But that, so in other so, words, it's just not a Florida thing. It's a, no, not at all. Not at all. But, you know, the, the owner of the Falcons did an interesting thing where he said, look, my, my people are paying enough to come and get into this venue, and they want to have a good experience. And, of course, he's got a close relationship with Coca-Cola being in Atlanta and all that type of stuff. But they've really dropped all the prices across the board of Falcons games. Yeah, and he's an owner. You know? Right, and he's an owner. But, <laughs> right. you know, you, you know, anyway. So just another thing to think about. So, all right. Tim, thank you. Uh, let's get Will real quick. What do you got, Will? All right, you asked for some Mets, so I'm going to um, give you a – well, I was already beat to the punch with Pete since he was a polar bear. My kids love that nickname. I believe I've heard uh, Gary refer to uh, Jeff McNeil as a squirrel. And uh, and then, of course, my childhood favorite was kid, Gary Carter. Yeah, uh, it's funny. And then, uh, then, then Lenny Dykstra was nails, of course. Yep. Uh, and, and then the Cubs – as I was thinking back, because growing up in Florida, all you did was watch WGN when you get home from school. They had Rhino and the Hawk. And then later with uh, Maddox, I believe he was a Mad Dog, kind of similar to Crime Dog, but Mad Dog. So yep. it, 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 uh, it's amazing. But you are right. They don't, they don't seem to have the players. I uh, don't have the nicknames like they did back then. No, nope, they don't. In the 80s and 90s. And maybe that is because the paper – the way to consume games is not the same. And, and, um, and uh, um, it's funny, the uh, previous caller was touching on the prices to McKeithen Stadium. I mean, not McKeithen Stadium, uh, the Condren. I mean, I, I was thinking the other day when I went, the actual U.S. concessions weren't that bad. It's the, uh, it's the vendors because my kids wanted to get that uh, ice cream out of the Gator helmet. And it was like, well, shoot, I mean, so I think some of that might be out of U.S. Uh, hands. They kind of probably have to negotiate that, and those food trucks, you know, they got to make a profit. So I mean, you can't really fault them. And, All right. Uh, well, I got to run on my top of the hour break. I appreciate your call. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not cheap going to a ballpark and buying food. I don't care where you go. Hour two coming up. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live life to the fullest. You hear that all the time. But it's easier said than done when you're in pain, right? Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is in the business of giving people back their quality of life and providing much-needed relief for chronic joint pain. And not just providing that relief, but doing it in the most non-invasive way possible using regenerative treatments from your body's own natural biologics. Where's your joint pain? 
in your knees, hips, shoulders, or back? Well, QC Kinetics concentrates these impactful treatments right at the source of your pain, directly applying healing properties where you need them the most. And best of all, you walk in the office and walk right out after treatment. No surgery, no downtime, and patients are raving about the results. So what does living life to the fullest look like for you? Finally being able to play golf, hike, walk your dog, enjoy time with your family, whatever it is, don't wait one more day. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Hey, Steve Russell here. I want to tell you about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations are tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Wednesday. Thank you for making time out of your busy day to join us and talk sports. Jose is producing today, and we're going to do a lot of good things today as you call in uh, Just in Baseball, some of your favorite baseball nicknames. We've had a lot of people do that today, a lot of different ones. We'll get your thoughts as we go along in the hour here. But I'm going to talk a little football now for a guy I've known a long time, Willie Jackson Jr., of course, playing for the Gators, played his high school ball at P.K. Young. He was recently named the new football coach at his alma mater, and he now joins us. Will, it's good to talk to you, man. How are you? Hey, Steve. Thanks for having me, man. You got it. Uh, let, let Take us now, for those who don't know, Willie's been coached. He was the offensive coordinator for a rejuvenated Eastside program last year. Uh, you're coming home. Was that the big draw to go back and coach at PK? Well, you know, um, at this point, you know, a lot of times it, I've been doing a lot of offensive coordinating work, uh, but I've been, I've been wanting to throw my hat in and, and do some head coaching, uh, especially at this point. You know, I've been wanting to be a head coach. Hadn't done it since a long time. It's been a long time. Been a little league and that type of thing. So it's been been my hope to get back in the head coaching uh, at this point. And I guess if there's a place to go, I might as well be your alma mater, right? That, that, I'm, I'm familiar with it. It's, it's great. Uh, I know everyone there. Um, I know my, I know my way around the landscape. It's, it's, it's you know, and it's a particular situation uh, how they operate. And I, I was there. I was a lifer. My brother was a lifer. My sister was a lifer. My daughter was a lifer. So I know how things go at PK Young. Um, what do you want to bring to the table, Willie, in terms of you know what you want the program to be? I think what happens is I want to be able to build a program that is a program, a good program, something that you know, and that means a lot on a lot of different levels. Um, being here in Gainesville, you know, 
not many people pay attention to the programs, the football programs, until they're established as a program. And with that being said, like with Hawthorne, they're establishing themselves as a, a top program. That's why you're putting a lot of kids in college. Now, I think that when you establish having a solid program, you get more kids in the college. And, and I think that's the, the reach back. You want to help as many kids uh, as possible to, to, to try to achieve their dreams. Um, from a, a philosophy, Willie, of what you're going to try to do, um, do you have something in mind right away? Will it depend on your personnel? How will you approach that? In terms of, like, how – you mean actual football part Yes, of it? yes, yes. Well, you know, um, you, 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 the hope would be high-powered offense. That's, that's, what I, that's what I know. That's what I know how to do. But, of course, you have to go by your personnel and whatever the personnel dictates you have to do. And I think I'm pretty well-versed at all aspects and all different types of football, whether it's wide open, whether it's running the ball, playing stern defense, whatever you have to do, I guess, with your personnel – that's what we'll do, and it's so early yet that I hadn't figured that out yet. You know, Willie, I, what certainly changed uh, for people like you and me, uh, there was never transferring in high school very much. Now that's part of the landscape. Uh, how will you deal with that? Is that a big factor in what uh, you're going to be doing here? That's an extremely big factor. Myself and Eric Rett were talking about this not earlier this week, earlier, maybe last week, we were just having this conversation about transferring. And he was mentioning how, like, back when we were in school, if a guy quit in your program, he couldn't transfer. If he wanted to transfer, he couldn't transfer. He just quit, and he didn't play football anymore. Whereas now, people leave the program. You can leave the program and go play the next week and other, you know. So the high school transfer portal is even more hot than, than the college <laughs> and, and that's saying something because you know how hot the college one is, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, have you yeah, had a definitely. chance to meet with the kids yet and, and talk to them? Yes, yes I, I went out one day last week, and I, I actually did my first practice yesterday. Uh, so, I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with the kids. We, you have to go fast. We have a spring game next Thursday. So, hadn't had time to settle in. You just jump right into it. Uh, assembling a coaching staff, is that still in progress, or is, have you done that already? Definitely it's going to be in progress. Right now we're just using the guys that are there. I mean, you don't want to shock the kids too much. I mean, so having some familiar faces around, I mean, I guess once we – we hadn't even have a, had a chance to address that. I'm pretty sure some of the coaches that are there would definitely want to stay on and help, and that definitely be welcomed. Uh, but, yeah, I definitely have to assemble a coaching staff that, you know <clears> – <throat> At this point, but it just hadn't been done yet. Like I said, it's just had to hit the ground running, and we just have to have what we have right now. Um, I, I'm going to talk to the, the folks who are listening here because uh, after Willie played in the league, he has coached. He's coached youth level. He has coached at the high school level. When you were playing, Willie, did you think about, was that on your radar to, to coach after you got done? You know what, Steve? At, what, the day that I, that I said that I wanted to coach, I always thought about coaching. I always went back and helped coach. Uh, I remember as early as my second year at University of Florida when Coach Spurrier first came, I went back and helped with some stuff over at PK with Coach Clifford and, to, and, and helped do some things. And I had been always wanted to coach and always had a knack for it. But once I, I was with the Denver Broncos, my last stint in the NFL, and and I um, – I was sitting in the back of the huddle watching, watching um, the, the, the offense. And I went up to the – and I was just amazed how great a running game the Broncos had. 
And I say, man, if I ever coach, become a head coach, that is a system that I want to run because Denver Broncos run the football at the heck out of the ball. So that was the day I think I really started paying attention from just not just a player standpoint, but actually from a coaching standpoint. Hmm. I think it's kind of cool because now PK, Eastside, Buholtz, and Gainesville all have alums who are coaching at those schools. That's pretty neat. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah. Ian Scott, Gainesville, among others. So, Willie, congratulations yeah. on this. And uh, as the season gets along here, I always have the high school coaches on because I know how hard you know you all work. And so look forward to talking to you again and talking about the Blue Wave. Congratulations to you, man. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me on. You got it, Will. Thank you. Willie Jackson, Jr., who I think will do an excellent job uh, coaching his alma mater, the Blue Wave. And he learned from a good one in John Clifford. Uh, John was a really good coach. Uh, coached a long time at uh, P.K. Young. Uh, all right. The rest of the day, barring a surprise, is us. So call us up, 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. One of the things we talked about today, uh, your top three uh, baseball nicknames. You don't hear as many of them here. Uh, David says, as a Dodger fan, his growing up was Ron Say, the Penguin. Um, uh, Tony, (laughs) you can't give me, you got to give me just baseball ones. Patrick says, Nasty Nestor. I'm not sure that's an established nickname yet, but okay. Um, Peyton says, Mr. October, the Georgia Peach. Ty Cobb and Chipper. I mean, that is that a nickname? I guess it is. Uh, if you stretch it a little bit, um, James says the Sultan of SWAT is hard to beat. He said, what do you make of the billion-dollar baseball stadium possibility in Orlando? Hmm. I saw that. I guess the question would become. You want another team in Florida? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I get it. You know, you've got an NBA franchise there. You know, Tampa, St. Pete has the Bucks and the, you know, all that there. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but certainly, it's enticing. Um, Jeff said about the polar bear. Um, Dennis says the big hurt. Frank Thomas, Daryl, Harold, Pee Wee Reese, Hammerin, Hank Aaron, and the Georgia Peach. Bob also mentioned uh, Hammerin, Hank Aaron. Uh, about Bob Huggins, for those who don't know, after yesterday, you know, I asked, what do you think should happen to him? He's been suspended for a few games maybe like three, and his salary's been reduced by a million dollars. But he was not fired. Drew says, what a world we live in. He makes deliberately offensive homophobic comments, keeps his job. Jamal Jarrett of Georgia makes deliberately racist offensive epithets directed towards an individual of Asian descent, swept under the rug. Marcus Stokes Stokes sings unedited rap lyrics that are available for public consumption and entertainment, Canceled. 
Roger says, uh, Mr. October and the Ryan Express. Nolan Ryan. Yeah, that was more about his fastball, but yeah, okay. Um, and then uh, there's one more here. Tony, tugboat for Thurman Munson. Um, Steve, night train Russell. <laughs> Tony. Uh, yeah, I hear you. Uh, okay, on that note. Uh, okay, and again, these are baseball ones. Bob's got the Fordham Flash, Frankie Fish, Frisch, and Rapid Robert Feller. As a Yankee fan, Chairman of the Board, Whitey Ford. That was his nickname, Chairman of the Board. 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Folks, everybody's done this. You know when you go out and you purchase a vehicle, it's a big deal. It's a lot of money. You want to make sure the vehicle you get's a good one. It's going to last you for a long time. You're going to want to get in it and like to ride in it. Well, the people at Southeast Car Agency know that. They know how big a purchase it is. So they work to give you the widest selection of vehicles to choose from that they can. But remember, they don't have any new vehicles. Just the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. But check them out online, secars.com. You'll see what I'm talking about. Better yet, go see them in person. Check out the vehicles for yourself. Test drive them. You will see what I'm talking about in terms of the selection, the variety of vehicles. Their sales staff's always there to answer any questions you might have. I'm driving one now, have for a long time. The Cousins family does it right. Go see them in person. You know what to do. Tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. It's the first day of the first grade And she found a new best friend It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon You wish would never end The homemade taste of Bluebell And good friends gathered round The good old days are being made right have you noticed that most ice creams now come in smaller cartons? Not Bluebell. We're still making a full half gallon and a full pint of tasty goodness. Bluebell wouldn't have it any other way. The good old days are being made right now. The good old for Bluebell Ice Cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite flavor today. Oh yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. 
Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Hey, it's Steve Russell talking to all you healthcare workers out there. Don't just dream about your family's next adventure. Make it a reality. My Healthcare Federal Credit Union has super low rates for new and used boats, RVs, campers, and power sport vehicles. If you already own one, refinance it now with rates as low as 5.99% APR. And you might qualify for a gas card up to $100. We are My Healthcare Federal Credit Union, helping Florida healthcare workers and their families here in Gainesville. Visit myhcfcu.org to learn more. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the Internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network, with gig speeds everywhere. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we got some more sports to talk about today. Tomorrow on the show, got some great guests, including Mandy O'Leary, going to talk about her team in the NCAAs. Lacrosse has had a very, very good year. Uh, Bob says, the big train, Walter Johnson, um, the Iron Man, Lou Gehrig, and the bird, Mark Fidrich. Yeah. Tony, hello. Hey, Steve. What's up, man? Hey. Um, the, the caller before the break kind of took my thunder, man. I was going to get you with the 90s Mets. I used to watch them a lot on WWOR with my grandpa. He was a huge Mets fan. And uh, we had the Doc, the Straw, El Cid. Remember El Cid? Fernandez, sure. The big old lefty. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, the big old lefty. Uh-huh. And then Hojo. Yeah, Howard Johnson, yeah. Was hitting uh, third baseman with power, man. Um, and then, obviously, Lenny Dykstra nails, man. I used to love those Mets teams. A lot of fun. Yeah, now, uh, Lenny, now well, Lenny Dykstra is nuts, but okay. <laughs> yeah, he's a little. He's, uh, <laughs> he's like Wild Thing, like a Mitch Mitch Williams, the original Wild Thing. Yeah. That's, that's Lenny Dykstra now. Hey, Steve, I know that you probably talked about it, but I missed it. Can you give me a quick... Um, answer as to what is the deal with the Waldrop line um, wind-up. Did somebody complain on that or something? Yes. I, I, I don't know if it's specifically South Carolina, but that's, that's what I think. Um, it's complicated. to. It, it's something to do with coming to a stop and having to redo, tweak his wind-up. That's the, the simple explanation I can give you. Uh-huh. And and so as of now, he's having to change his windup. 
as to what he was doing his whole yes. career, basically. Yes. Wow. It could be affecting him, man, because he's had a couple rough outings back-to-back, and it coincides with that whole issue. So, if anything, it starts becoming a mental issue, don't you think? Uh, if, you, if you let it, um, you know, sometimes, I mean, look, pitchers sometimes will change their motions on their own, right, if they want to tweak something. So it isn't, you know, terribly unusual to do it, but mm-hmm. the, the way it, it, that you're being scrutinized, and he does have, I mean, before he changed it, if you look the way he winds up, it, it is an odd wind-up. It's not the traditional right. wind-up. So, you know, I will. We'll, I don't think this is, this is going to affect him long term, but obviously we'll see. Yeah, always was a strange windup for sure. Hey, quick on that comment that the caller had about the concessions. You know, when the park first opened, and I know that when Scott Strickland comes back on, I'm going to probably call him on this. The Cuban sandwich was ten bucks and was like a foot long. Now it's sixteen bucks and it's six inches. Now I know inflation is a problem in this country, but Man, Steve, we gotta switch that around, man. But we'll see. All right, buddy. Okay. Take care, man. Yep. Thank you, Tony. Bernard, hello. Hey, Steve. Every time I go someplace and they say the price is going up, they blame it on the pandemic. So maybe the pandemic has something to do with it or the supply chain. But Steve, I got three names for you: uh, Jim Mudkett Grant. Yep. Pitcher. Uh, yep. Pablo Sandoval was the panda. And they used to call Ralph God a road runner. That's and from the Braves. That's right. Yeah. So, hey, Steve, I would say uh, it's been a banner off year for the Georgia Bulldogs. I guess you win a back-to-back championships. You can get away with anything. I saw where they had another one of the wide receivers was arrested for DUI and then not going to the White House, and, you know, I go to Georgia quite a bit because my daughter lives there, and I, I tell people uh, right now Kirby Smart is the most powerful person in the state of Georgia. The people there was hungry for uh, any type of success after Herschel Walker, and he has delivered. Steve, I think the Florida season is going to come down. I think uh, Billy Napier has done a good job of, uh, uh, enhancing the talent on the roster, it's, it's going to come down to the level of quarterback play that we get. And Steve, I'm a, uh, after college football, my, my the NBA and college football are my two favorite sports. Going into the playoffs, I had Boston and Milwaukee winning the championship based on their regular season. I'm still going to stick with Boston until they are eliminated. But I would, if if Boston doesn't win, and I, it's wide open, and and I, and I'm I'm surprised, you know, because those are the two teams that I had uh, winning the NBA championship. Well, we'll find out, Bernard. Appreciate your call. Thank you, Thank you sir. Yep. PG, hello. Hey, man. Um, yeah, just jumping on the NBA real quick. Denver's really good. Uh, I don't know if they're the favorite right now, but they, they've got a good team. And, and Aaron Gordon was a great pickup for them uh, next to Jokic. But they, they, I like their team. they got scoring, rebounding. they got the big guy that just can do about anything. So I think they're the favorite right now. Um, but switching gears, I know me and you had talked about the baseball changes and the shortening of the game. And then I heard that gentleman, I think his name was Chris, call about um, you know TV and being at home or being at the game. 
you know, when we talked, Steve, me and you, in baseball, you can shorten the game, but you don't lose the advertising. So you don't, because, you know, you don't have a lot of game stoppages unless you change a pitcher, you know, innings. So you're not really messing with that by shortening the game. But with football, and, and you are right, that it's, it's always been a TV-based game, even into the 70s and, I guess, 60s is when it started with TV. But, you know, the Red Hat came about in about 2000, I think, and that changed things. And it slowly got worse and worse because they expanded the timeouts. And I think now, I don't have anything in front of me, but they dictate days more than ever, times of games. Um, and it doesn't mess with their bottom line. Like, Doring was on this week, and, and I agree with him. I mean, you're going to shorten the game, but they're not going to lose anything advertising-wise. But what else do you have to do? Like, I'm not speaking for everybody, but at least for me and, and the diehard fan that wants to go or even watch on TV, like, I like it when the ball, the quarterback throws the ball, then complete the time, the, the clock stops. It's so subjective for one of those referees to grab it, put it back. If they're so worried about shortening the game, why are they going to mess with the field play? And they're just going to expand the commercials anyway. You, know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, they're not going to extend the commercials. I mean, they are what they are. But I guess the crux of the matter here is, and I don't know who would do this, Major League Baseball, I'm sure, well, I know, did studies to to show that the fan the majority of the fan base was not happy with the length of games so they did something about it now my question is where is this coming from when it comes to the college football fan base you know who who what research was done that says the college football fan doesn't like being there for how long a time I, I don't know where that – I'm sure somebody's done it. I just haven't seen it. Yeah, and that's what I'm getting at. Like, I'm not saying I don't trust them or they're the enemy. Or, I just think what they're going to do is they're going to shorten the game, at least the game play, the wasted time, they call it, extend the commercials a little bit more because they've extended them over time. I don't have it in front of me, but I can feel it. Um, I've been there. I've been sitting there watching the Red Hat. And now sometimes you're just sitting there, and then there'll be a commercial right after a commercial. And, um, you know, that's where the big bucks are. You know, you got to look, baseball, 81 home games in Major League Baseball, what do you get, uh, eight, seven, nine in the NFL. The gate's important, but it's not that important anymore. You know, the, the TV contracts are the important thing. I and, mean, of course, they want you there. I mean, they're going to lower seating. You know, they want people there, want to make it more comfortable, get what they can in there, but they're making their nut. You know, off of the TV. The TV sure. does rule the roost. It does, and that's because they provide the most money. I mean, that just makes sense. So that's just how it yeah. is. PG, appreciate it you. Is. Thank you for your call. 128 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Uh, Justin and Lou, you're next. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. In my job, I never held back. I played hurt, and I pushed through the pain. Sound familiar? Football legend Emmett Smith had a reputation for just grinding through the injuries and pain over and over. That may be you. And QC Kinetic sees patients every day who are exhausted from dealing with the persistent pain. A lot of you work physically demanding jobs. You stand, you climb, you bend down, you reach up. And if you have joint pain, it takes all you got to earn a living. 
but it's time you know about QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, the leaders in regenerative treatments, help relieve that debilitating joint pain without surgeries or downtime. These are natural solutions that use your body's own healing properties to give you lasting relief from the soreness and achiness. You got a job to do. I get it. But now you don't have to suffer through the pain. Check out my friends over at QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. At International Diamond Center, we're all about family. And no one plays a more important role in the life of any family than mom. She's the rock, the hero, the one that holds it all together. So we invite you to help us celebrate the mothers in our lives with the perfect Mother's Day gift and a little something extra. We've put together a special collection of jewelry just for mom. We've set aside these carefully selected items so there's no guesswork. You can stop in, shop with ease, and get mom a timeless gift she's sure to love. And to make it really special, with any purchase of $249 or more, we'll give you a $50 spa gift card so she can use it to treat herself to a day of pampering and relaxation. So come join us at IDC. Help us say a big thank you to the mothers in our lives with a gorgeous bracelet, maybe a pair of diamond earrings, a colored gemstone ring, or a piece from our perfect love collection. Buy the jewelry and we'll throw in the $50 spa treat at no charge. Happy Mother's Day from International Diamond Center. Get showroom directions, store hours, and more now at shopidc.com. Healthcare.gov is here for you when life happens. If you lost your health coverage because of turning 26, going off Medicaid, leaving your job, or moving, you could be eligible to enroll in new coverage now. And if you need to update your coverage because of marriage or having a baby, you could also be eligible. But don't wait. There's a limited time to enroll. Check your eligibility at healthcare.gov today. Life happens. Get covered. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hey, it's Steve Russell from my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They don't have any new vehicles. They haven't in over 40 years they've been in business. They specialize in giving you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. They always keep up the best and the highest inventory of high quality used vehicles. Check them out online, secars.com. Go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, Southeast Car Agency. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Hot and humid early on this afternoon. High temperatures climbing up to the lower 90s. Now, late in the afternoon and throughout the evening, I am expecting numerous sea breeze thunderstorms to bubble up, especially east of the I-75 corridor. Activity could continue through just about midnight. Then partly cloudy skies tomorrow morning. Low temperatures in the upper 60s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. I don't find the Celtics threatening. They might have the deepest team. They might have the best team. Uh, as prior to yesterday, they, they had the best odds, according to DraftKings, to win it all. I don't find them threatening because I don't find them consistent. It's you're going, okay, wait a minute. Now you have a coach who may be in over his head in Joe Missoula. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. 
This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98, 1FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. In the home stretch of the show today, Bob says his nicknames, Hammer and Hank Aaron, Mark the Bird Fidrich, Ricky the Man of Steel, Henderson, get it, yeah. Uh, This is... uh, Frederick, I guess. Jolly Roger Maris from Mel Allen. I don't ever remember that. Uh, the Scooter, Phil Rizzuto, though. And uh, Willie, uh, say hey, kid, Mays. Yes, that is there. Uh, let's get to Lou. Lou, hello. I got three for you. I'm going to give you the nickname, and you give me the player. I'll try. All right, I know you will. Number one, Coy Cannon. Jimmy Wynn. Who was the Coy Cannon? Yeah, very well done. Well done. I got one, another one for you. It's kind of on the feline side. The kitten. Oh, I should. The kitten. I, he played. Uh, he played for the Braves. Middle infielder for the Braves. I'll skip that one. Go ahead. Okay, and uh, an older one. And you being from New York, you might get to this one. But you're kind of young guys, so I'm gonna give it to you anyway. Who was the big cat? That was um, an out older, an outfielder. Older. Um, oh, I can't think no, of his name. No, Johnny Mize. Mize, yeah, he played outfield too. Um, but that's who uh, it is, Johnny Mize. Well, he was my he was my father-in-law. Okay, who at was one time? Who was the kitten? Felix Neon. No, I see. I thought he was the Felix cat. Neon. Okay. Because he was the cat, but no, okay. Call him the kitten. Oh, yeah. All right, buddy. Thank you. Okay, appreciate it. Thank you, Lou. Those are good one. Uh, Justin, hello. Hey, what's up, Steve? Hey. Yeah, my list is going to go: Benny the Jet, Willie Mays Hayes, and Crash Davis. <laughs> Even though they weren't, yeah, okay, I got you. But they were still good nicknames in a baseball movie. So, okay, got you. I appreciate you. Okay. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, that was a different take on it, no doubt. William says, uh, as discussed yesterday on the news today, Huggy Bear wasn't going to be fired. Too good of a basketball coach. Sliding scale at play for this week. And any chance we see Sully reshuffle the lineup again? Possible. I wouldn't mind seeing Langford back at the top of the order. That's what I would do. Let's give Dale Thomas a chance at third this week, and that's not going to happen, I don't think. Uh, the guy played 50-something games at third last year at Coastal, swung the stick well. I think Sully's given him enough A-Bs to allow him to establish any rhythm at the plate. Small sample size for his current numbers. Colby's great with the glove. We could really use a productive bat at the bottom of the order. I see no downside in trying it out. Um, I don't see a downside to it. Um, but you are taking a chance because, again, small sample size but he hasn't really produced, and is he as good defensively as, as Halter is at third? So I think that's what you have to weigh. Um, I, I would not do that. Um, I think Halter does some other things. Um, he can bunt. He's done some other things like that. Um, but we'll see. Let's uh, – Cattleman, hello. Hey, Steve, got a nomination for you. What about the uh, Cuban Missile? Cuban Missile. Araldus Chapman. Okay, a new one. Okay, all right. 
Any, I'm not a big baseball guy, but then he pitched for the Yankees and throws a hundred. He did pitch for the Cuba. Yankees at one time, and he did throw a hundred, and he's from Cuba. <laughs> That's pretty good, I think. Hey, Steve, uh, one AFC East question, and I have a question for about the Florida quarterback situation. Okay. Um, is this it for Bates, for Belichick and the Patriots? Is it done for them? Is the party over? Um. Well, it depends. I mean, you're you are you are you assuming that they don't do well? Um, if if you're saying that's the case, uh, then I think the pressure becomes very heavy on Belichick because again, it doesn't matter what you did, you know, ten years ago. It matters what you did, what you do now. If the Jets make the improvement they're supposed to make, now the Dolphins have one of the toughest schedules in the NFL. That's part of it too. I think people forget that. Uh, because the Patriots' schedule won't be as difficult on paper, at least. But, yeah, if they were to win, you know, five, six games and not be a factor at all, there'd be a lot of pressure on Belichick, yes. Well, on the national show, Steve, everybody says you can't fire Belichick, but let's face it, it's been sliding on him. And you got a young quarterback, Mac Jones. Was he a first-round draft pick? I mean, you, you got to – you know, you know how that goes. I just look at what's going on around the AFC East with Rodgers showing up, Tua, and Buffalo's not going away. I'm just kind of wondering what's up at uh, New England. Yeah, and I mean, when when somebody says you can't fire him, I mean, maybe you don't fire him. You ask him to resign. You know, you let him do that. I think I think you need to do that. I think that's the way to do it. If you want him to go, you ask him, Coach, would you resign? You know, we don't want to fire you after all you've done here. Uh, but that would, that would, in my opinion, that'd be the way to go. Hey, last thing, Steve. I've got a question for you about the Florida quarterback situation. AR's gone. Uh, Rashada blew up. You had a caller a few segments back mention the uh, Marcus Stokes disaster. And Florida doesn't have a quarterback. The Florida quarterback situation is a disaster. Um, how big of a no? It's not a disaster. It it's not. No. Let, let, well, let me hey, let me uh, throw this out. If um, whoever if Miller or the other quarterback. Right, if, if Mertz throws for thirty touchdowns, is it a disaster? I guess we know nobody's got crystal ball, right? No, I answer my question. Well, I asked you about the Patriots. You didn't answer mine. I yes, know. I did. I answered the question. You just didn't like the answer. No, I think it was I don't know. No, I, I said know. I just I said if you listen to what I said, if you'd listen, I said you don't fire him. You ask him to resign. That's my question. That's my answer. Well my, well, my question was, I don't know if you listen to, is the party over for the Patriots? And again, it depends on what you, what the record is. Thank you for your call. How about listening once in a while? Tony, hello. Hey. I think I'll try and follow Wow. Uh, wow. I, I got uh, two nicknames. That Who's on first? Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I have uh, two nicknames that qualify and two that might not, and they're all with the uh, former uh, old Cardinals. Uh, Stan the Man. Unusual, of and, course. Yeah, of course. And uh, in this country. Uh, well, country Slaughter, yep. That's two for sure. And then there's two more that I don't know if they're qualified nickname, but Red Shane Deans and, and Dizzy Dean. Yeah, I mean, it really, I mean, it isn't really a, a nick. It's a nickname, but not a a moniker, None, right? In other words, yeah, Yogi right. Berra is Lawrence Berra, but yeah. it does it isn't really a nickname, <clears throat> like a baseball nickname. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. Now I got one more thing. Can I add one more thing about mm-hmm. uh, about about the Gator baseball? Sure. Uh, this is this is uh, related to to uh, to uh, Cade Curlin. 
uh, uh, I've heard you guys uh, on the broadcast talk about uh, uh, there's film out on him now that, that everybody's going to be pitching him the same way with that slider coming down and in and out. Mm-hmm. Uh, down, down and in, rather. Uh, now, why doesn't uh, the pitching coach, uh, sorry, the hitting coach, tell him, to, can he stand closer to the edge of, of the batting box, batter's box closer to the, to the pitcher? That way he's closer to before uh, that ball really breaks all the way down? Tony, I can would, tell you this. That, I, I can tell you this because I sat in. Um, they, ad- they, they addressed it even before the game because they had been pitched that way the day before, okay? Right. Sometimes, you know, if a pitcher makes a good pitch, you're not going to hit it. I don't care if you're Babe Ruth. You're not going to hit it. So there are places, if you, if you watch a big league game, and they'll show you zones, right? He's hitting 383 up and in, but he's hitting 210 down and away. Mm-hmm. Those are major league players. You don't think they adjust? You don't think they try to adjust? So college players do too, but sometimes hitters have weak zones and pitchers can exploit it. And he's a young player too. He should be in high school now. So hopefully you know, those guys have learned by watching the tape and we'll see if they adjust. Yeah, by adjusting mean, mean – uh... Uh, change his batting stance or get closer to the, to the edge of the of the batter, batter's box. Maybe. As I said, I don't, I don't, we'll see if yeah, they yeah. adjust. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right, Sounds good. All right Tony, appreciate you. Thank you. Rob, hello. Hey, Steve. I think um, next year, Florida, just to skip, well, I'll give you my three. Um, next year, Florida football, I think it's a question mark. I mean, we, we don't know what we're going to get when it goes out there. We had a defense that was the worst that I've seen ever since I've been a Gator, and our offense was good, but we couldn't get the deep the other team's offense off the field, so it made Anthony irrelevant. I mean, it is a question mark, but, I mean, I have faith in Billy. We'll see what happens. But he can't just, you know, the cattleman says, y'all are a disaster at quarterback. He, nobody knows, in other words. that's Yes, that's my point. I mean, it, yeah. it, it, look, did the quarterback position take a hit? with the whole Rashada thing happening and AR going to the draft and yes, right? But if it only takes one guy. Mm-hmm. And, and I understand the recruiting process. What he, he didn't mention Lagway either, which is part of that for the future, right? Mm-hmm. So if 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 Mertz goes out and I'm just using him and has a terrific year, is anybody gonna say, Oh, the quarterback No. Because the, the quarterbacks <laughs> will be good. Simple as that. Yeah, I think um, we have to really stress um, get that defense playing um, SEC football. Um, Steve, my three was going to be all all pitchers. Uh, the big unit, Randy Johnson, yeah. sure, no question. The Rocket, Roger, okay. And um, I always loved it when and didn't like the Yankees, but I loved it when they sent the Sandman out there and to close out the deal, and they played that song. Yep, Mariano. Yep. No question, brother. I love you, Steve. You have a great, great rest of your week. Yep. Thank you, Rob. Appreciate you. Um, Andrew, about um, the Georgia snub, why bother with White House invitations? NBA team snubbed Trump, now Georgia. It's just a photo op. When Trump brought those McDonald's hamburgers out on a planner, that took the cake. I don't think Georgia said no because they were going to serve McDonald's, but I get the point. 
Uh, it, it has certainly changed uh, for some at least. Uh, Adrian, the Hawk. Yeah, Andre Dawson. And Hawk Harrelson, too. Um, Dawson's batting stance very much resembled a Hawk closing in on its prey. And a guy that I thought was a terrific player. Le Grand Orange, Rusty Staub. When Rusty played for the Expos in Montreal, he because he had red hair, he was Le Grand Orange. Uh, and a uh, great nickname for a player in Montreal. 145, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery. Final segment coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka is doing great work to help at-risk young boys from troubled homes straighten their lives out. It's a terrific cause, and it's sustained by you and your donated vehicles of any kind. Car, boat, motorcycle, RV, just about any kind of vehicle. These kids then take the vehicles you donate, they fix them up, they resell them. They learn real-life skills. And it goes a long way towards straightening their lives out. Your donations, by the way, are tax-deductible, so... If you have any kind of a vehicle you don't want or need, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. That's rbr.org. Your donation can make a big difference. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. (laughs) I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Hey, it's Steve Russell talking about the delicious food at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. It's Key Lime Shake season. If you've never had their hand-spun artisan dairy shake, you're missing out. Try the herb chicken burger, the house-made veggie burger, and my favorite, Florida-raised beef, the original Big Dick with hot fries. Walk up, drive through, or order ahead at DickMondell's.com. Open seven days a week at Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, worthwhile, wholesome, fast food. Visit online at DickMondell's.com. It's awesome. Okita America is the best. It's summer camp season, and nobody in Gainesville does summer camp like Okita America. That's one of the reasons we came here, to make new friends. Weekly field trips, academic coaching, sports programs, and more. Okita America has classes for all ages. Whether you want full days, half days, or individual days, they're all available for the summer for all ages three and up. Drop by either Okita America location on Archer Road or Newberry Road, or find out more at OkitaAmerica.com. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things, for our planet. When planning your summer vacation, pick a destination close to where you live. 
to limit the impact of fuel to get there. There might even be areas of your own city you want to explore in depth. And if you're planning to go camping, learn how to have a leave no trace trip so you can leave the campsite the same way or even cleaner than you found it. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? Looking for some summer fun? Then check out Polaris of Gainesville, your number one boat and power sports dealership in North Central Florida. We have all the brands that'll get you outdoors for fun in the sun this season. Family fishing and fun begins with Carolina Skiff, home of the number one selling fiberglass boat. Taking the family out to the best fishing spots or offshore adventure, Carolina Skiff offers the best made in the USA fishing and cruising boats at an unbeatable price. If bass fishing is more your thing, check out our Ranger boats and save up to $5,000 on select models during the inflation buster sale for lovers of comfort polaris of gainesville we have a huge selection of key west boats which offer comfort style and everything needed for a family day on the water or fishing at your favorite spots looking to hit the trails we have a huge selection of polaris off-road machines including the hard-working ranger trail ready razors and the legendary sportsman atv stop into polaris of gainesville on highway 441 between gainesville and alachua online at polarisofgainesville.com from athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online WRUF.com. I've had a couple of people email even after I tried to explain. It's very hard to do without video about uh, Waldrop and you know the change uh, in his windup. The thing that I think, well, I know, bothered Kevin O'Sullivan was that you're 11 weeks into the season and all of a sudden somebody's saying you got to change your motion. Waldrop pitched in televised games. So why didn't anybody notice this? Um, because he always kept the glove and the ball in front of him. And then in his windup, when he first changed it, it was kind of over his head. Um, and there's still, I think, some tweaking uh, that's going on here. Um, and uh, Sully said it was a discrepancy in his delivery when he was stepping forward. That's all I can tell you. And this is what he said. Um, so hopefully that tinkering uh, will enable him to get back to form. Uh, okay, final segment here. Let's get to Ed. Ed, hi. Hey, Steve. I. I think Tennessee Mike uh, reads the Gator message boards too much, and that's why he thinks our quarterback situation is a disaster. Uh, the, those things I'm not sure are, are really good for uh, our PR but with all the negativism. But moving on from that, I've got three nicknames, but if you're not a Braves fan, you're probably not going to remember them. But uh, Felix Mion was the kitten. The ki- yeah, of- see, somebody said he was the kitten, and I thought he was the cat, but I, I am now corrected. It's the kitten. Okay. Yeah, uh, Pat Jarvis was the little bulldog. I did not know that. I know he's a pitcher. I know that. That's all I know. Yeah, and of course, and Ralph Gar was the road the road runner. runner. That I did know. Yes. So, and I didn't realize uh, 
his he has a lifetime 306 batting average. Uh, probably a quarter of those were hit field hits, but uh, it doesn't matter how you get on first as long as you get there. Isn't that right? That's right. And uh, the other guy was talking about changing. The, you're talking about changing deliveries or whatever mm-hmm. in the middle of the season. I mean, if it's minor, I guess is it really shouldn't be that big a deal, or or I guess is, is that just a matter of opinion there? I think it just depends. I mean, pitchers tweak motions uh, on a fairly regular basis in terms. And what I mean by that is, can somebody look at tape and say, "I'm I'm tipping a pitch," or "I'm holding my glove this way." And they're so. I mean, those little subtle things are done, but I'm sure it's been done, Ed. But I mean, pitchers don't usually wholesale change their pitching motion, and oh, yeah. and if you're if you're now asked to do that, um, and you're used to a certain way of doing it, I think that can either throw you off, or it'll take a little time to get used to your new to your new uh, pitching motion. Yeah, your muscle memory gets totally thrown out the window. On yeah. your, cause it, your arm is used to doing this. Now you're telling it to do something else. But the, you know, I you hear batters all the time, you know, tweaking their stance or oh, tweaking sure. the, the and but uh, I'm thinking pitching is kind of like a different animal there. So yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, you can tweak your a li- little thing, shorten your stride. Um, you know, don't bring your hands up or w- whatever it is. But it's a very small tweak. It doesn't change the way if you're holding. You can hold the ball in front of your chest. Well, now are you being asked to hold the ball above your head? That might be something that, that's very different and taking used to. So I, I think the biggest thing of all of this is, again, he, he's pitched on television. And, and the NCAA didn't notice this. Sully said they sent people here to watch him. So it's 11 weeks before you're doing something. I think that's the rub here. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks a lot, Steve. Appreciate yep. it. Ed, thank you. Um, okay. BB says, if the NFL game is New Year's Eve with the college playoff game, still be there. Do you like them there? Yes. I mean, they, they don't like going head-to-head, but I think with an expanded playoff, you're going to have to do that. Uh, his, Shoeless Joe Jackson, uh, Yogi Berra, and uh, Babe Ruth. Uh, which I guess is the Sultan of Swat. How did the splendid splinter uh, come about for Ted Williams? A, because uh, he can hit, and B, because he's thin. Right back then, he was thin. Splinter, yeah. One caller said that Andres Galarraga was the cat. Yeah, yeah, he was the cat. There's a couple of guys that have been the cat, yep. Um, and he says, you think any top draft choice that failed terribly ever got the nickname the Big Boo-Boo? <laughs> The big hurt, maybe, uh, hurting the team. Yeah, I mean, that's just, you know, how that is. Uh, okay, we got our last two emailers here. Let me get to them. Um, but I got to find them. Oh, well. I think I lost one. I got so many. And by the way, uh, thank you today because we had a ton of calls on this. Um, And we're going to do this again down the road for different sports. There's, you know, there's baseball probably has um, the most nicknames, but I mean, there's certainly 
uh, those in basketball as well and, and uh, football. So we'll delve into those um, down the road a little bit. Um, let's see. I'm looking for my last. I cannot find this last email here that I was going to read, and I, I'm going to kick myself. Now maybe I deleted it, um, and I'm sorry if I went ahead and did that. Um, all right, there's one more here. Oh, here it is, Glenn. Without getting into the obvious cliches, I think the great state of West Virginia has made its position known on Huggins's rhetoric. Regrettable, but somewhat to be expected. And again, if you missed it for some reason, uh, he's agreed to take a million-dollar loss in salary. He's been suspended three games uh, over what he said uh, during a radio broadcast. That is going to do it uh, for our show today. Thanks to Willie Jackson, Jr., the Gator, who's now going to be the head coach at his alma mater, P.K. Young High School, the voice of Gator softball, Kyle Crooks, here today. Uh, and don't forget, you can hear him as the Gators take on Kentucky in the SEC tournament. That's tonight. Uh, tomorrow, hope to be talking with Mandy O'Leary, the uh, Gator coach who's let, getting her team in the NCAAs in lacrosse. And then Ben Brown, pro football focus. Andrew Allegretta, the voice of, of Vanderbilt baseball. Josh Rivera tomorrow. Got some good guests to close out the week. Thanks to Jose for producing today. We thank you for listening. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your day. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And for all of those with nicknames, if we missed yours today, sorry. And there's probably 50 more in baseball we didn't get to. But it was fun to do that, and I appreciate you doing that. So long, everybody.